hi, you're listening to Almost Heinous. I'm George Elrod. I'm Steve Hahn, and uh, we are here today with one of my closest friends. I, I don't know if I'm one of her closest friends, but she's one of my closest friends. We'll I, find out this episode. We'll find out this episode. <laughs> I, uh, I, I say that also because I, I say she's probably my comedy mom. She's like my com- comedy mom because mm. um, I call her and her boyfriend, um, her partner, mom and dad. You're embarrassing me, mom. No, I'm just uh, I, and we're both wearing denim jackets or denim like shirts right now. Oh too. yeah, chambray. 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 Um, uh, and I recently. Anyway, we'll talk about this once I introduce her. It's Paige Mania. Thank you so much for having me. Paige. Of course, Paige. Paige of Nectar Fame and IO yeah, um, Herald Commission Fame. Yeah, uh-huh. it's fame for sure. And Stir Friday Night Fame yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, say. that's actually famous. But. Yes, sure. Yeah, the Herald. The Herald is not famous, but Stir Friday. <laughs> Friday night is really Look, leading. I didn't invent the Herald, okay. But, but you did invent Stir Friday night. You did. Yeah, yeah. I thirty years ago. Right yeah, th- yeah. You're exactly. welcome, Danny Pudi. Danny Pudi, <laughs> Danny Pudi owes all of his success to you. Yeah, yeah, he does. Um, well, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you so much. You're for such you. a delight in this new year. Ah, oh, 2019. How does Breathe it feel? It How does it feel? It feels good. You good. know, I'm looking. I'm actually really looking forward to 2019. I think yeah. I was like whatever about 2018. Yeah. Um, it was like just got a get through it but i think some changes that happened definitely at the end of 2019 made me very excited for it and then the 2018 beginning 2018 sorry beginning like the transitionary period sorry to pretend like i am a time traveler (laughs) yes the time time traveler's wife dylan hello Hello. (laughs) um yeah so you so you so you're excited about 2019 yeah yeah how's it been so far it's like what we're seven days in yeah literally seven days in and uh i'm really enjoying it it's been good it's like I don't know. Something in the air. It's been sunny in Chicago, so... It's been warm. It's been great. And time is a social construct. And time is a social construct. Let us remember. Time is a social construct, so... And really, we should all be operating around the Chinese New Year, if we're being honest with ourselves. If we're being honest with ourselves. Right now, it's basically end of year. I can't wait for next year. I can't wait for next year. Um, Fun. Oh, well, Paige, it's so great to see you. Yeah, it's really great to see you guys. Do you have any New New Year's resolutions? Do I have any New Year's resolutions? Or do you do them? I was kind of thinking about this. I was thinking about if I was going to talk to you guys about it, but I think what we should do in 2019 is do monthly resolutions Ooh, instead of like more a realistic. Once, something for the full year, so that you can change it up and like have a goal, and it's only 30 days. And like a lot of magazines do that. February, kind of it's challenge. even easier. 28 days. Yeah, you have to yeah, keep your yeah, goal yeah. Less for two days less. Yeah, one so lunar easy. calendar. Let's exactly. Do a- <laughs> Because I think that would be a good way for me to start forming habits. Yeah. But if I'm being honest with myself, have I ever held myself to a New Year's resolution? No. I not also even a think little bit. <laughs> it can also help you set more practical goals or big things too, instead of saying, yeah. like, oh, I'm going to work out more, like in yeah. general. Yeah. Or you can say, even like have one event in your life that you're looking forward to that month mm-hmm. and then just like get excited for that. And work and then, towards that. And work yes, towards it. I'm a very big compartmentalizer, mm-hmm. and I like I look back on I looked I I did this thing uh, I don't know if you saw it on Facebook, but I I made this like video of my 2018 where I recorded <gasps> the one second, second. minute. Mm-hmm. I did second one second day. every day, mm-hmm. and I like did it for 2018, and I had like a very like big 20. It's like probably like, the, the biggest year of my life uh, professionally, mm-hmm. and it was um like this crazy year for me, and I like looked back on it, and I think I only got through it as like. Uh, in one piece towards all of it um, because a lot was happening like good mm-hmm. and mostly good but also bad but all of it because I was like I really compartmentalized each yeah. month can I, I did it on accident can I say Steve <laughs> I did watch that and can I tell you uh, something that I learned the most about you by watching that video <laughs> you eat out a lot I do 
Steve Hahn loves to eat out. He, you heard it here you first. You heard it first, first okay? <laughs> I do. On TMZ, almost heinous. You eat out a lot. And what is your explanation? It's so good. It's so good. I, I know, but here's too. the thing. Steve eats at, like, it's not even, like, bad restaurants. You are always with a friend, A. Yeah. So you have... And it's different friends, mind you. Because Steve is popular. He's truly the most popular person in the city of <laughs> Chicago. That's and true. That's a true fact. A true fact. <laughs> I, I can't see if I'm flipping any... my hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, they, yeah, and they're like good, good restaurants. Yeah. Uh, I, I, it I, did make me think about all the times that I was like, oh, it's like a special little Steve and I date. <laughs> I went like, oh my God, no, he does that with all of his friends. They're all and... special. They're all special to me. <laughs> no, and, I, I laughed. I which like, makes me real. angrier. <laughs> no, it's not that. It's 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 that I I expend on on for me. I don't I don't buy many things other than food. Mm, I think if you yeah. look, because I because yeah. if you because I mean if you know me, you know I have crazy OCD. So I have a crazy my Google sheet for my budget is crazy. Like my mm. budget, but it is a it's disproportionately food, but it caps at what I set aside for my budget. Every week. Steve, you are already so much more type A than I am. You take a picture every day or a little a, video. A video and video pictures, every but day. a video every day. And uh, you have a, a spreadsheet for your budget. Especially, and, and it's I color actually... coordinated and it I, I it automatically populates <laughs> my, my, oh my pie gosh. chart of how much but I don't I don't I don't buy I don't like I don't buy clothes. I don't buy many yeah. other things. I I don't I like have the Which time the same because wardrobe. You, your clothes I always notice because they are so immaculate. He's I a mean, great dresser. Yeah, yeah. but it's so all kind of Shelby. Remember Shelby one time described as Stephen Han, Steve Hahn, uh, the person uh, most likely to iron his sweatshirts. <laughs> I do iron my sweatshirts. <laughs> I do. I or I, I have like a like a steamer thing that I, I do a on a too. on a on my. Oh, I think wish. iron is next level though, because like I have an iron, but I really, do you? It. I, I iron my I iron all my button downs I wear, which I wear pretty often. I wear button, button down jeans and like Chelsea mm. boots is my go to like casual well, outfit, and that I do iron those. Yeah, but I don't I don't uh, buy. I'm just I don't, covered in wrinkles. <laughs> but yes, I do. But I do buy. I do spend a lot of money on food. It is a New Year's resolution mine to to. Spend less money, but the issue is that it's been so sustainable for years now. At this point, then don't change I've, it. <laughs> I know, but I sh- I sh- I want to I want to spend money on different things too. I'm I realize I realize also that shows I haven't paid for a show in such a long time, and I whenever I do Ugh, have to pay for a show, it's so, so it's so like it hurts me <laughs> to right. have to pay for a show, and so mm-hmm. I want but I want to be so able to, I want to be able to do that without feeling the the pain the, the weight in your because I usually wallet. have to I sneak mm-hmm. into a lot of shows, and I realize it's a really bad thing oh, to do, but I do sneak tea. into well like I sneak into a lot of second theater shows. folks. If you see a Steve Hahn running around. I probably, st- I probably stuck make it. Him pay. Yeah, make him pay. Make him pay. Um, okay, enough about, about, about me and my food, I guess. Well, I was um, actually going to ask you, as you were talking about these yeah, restaurants, yeah. do you have a speci- uh, specific George restaurant that you go to? Like, is there, um, like, I have a restaurant I associate with George. I associate Cafe Baba Rebo with George because I know <gasps> oh, he likes it wow. a lot. I, I do like it. Oh. He did treat me to a lovely date um, when we had to spend some uh, <laughs> guilt money. Uh, some guilt money I got from 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 my I won't say the company's name, but I also I also brought you that salad that one time. You did. I had like a long <laughs> rehearsal, and Steve Aww. was like, "Do you want another Brussels sprout salad?" Guys, and I said, "Yes." That is a beautiful friendship. Brussels yeah, so I salad. I do associate oh. that restaurant with him, but I I don't I mean I but I have um I associate that place that restaurant also with the admissions office at U Chicago. So I don't know like oh. yeah I but I but I have a place I associate with you I'm too. What is it? Uh, I associate I associate Chris with you because you're the only person I've ever gone Chris! to. Chris. 
Oh, Christmas. Yeah, we went, we went to Christmas together. <laughs> I was gonna say I associate Thai with you, but we've I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like my our Christmas meal more also because I saw my high school friend in there so who funny. I actually had so breakfast with when I was in Gainesville. No way. We ended up following through with that. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. So I bumped into a being... high school friend um uh, when we were at Chris. It was like the most a popular part... guy in the world. Truly. <laughs> He, I was just like, I was like, Paige, I, I, I know this guy, and I was like, maybe we'll just avoid each other because it was really awkward, wasn't it? Kind of awkward, like a little bit. It was like also very like busy and bustling, and it's like I mean, if you know Chris, it's tiny. It's a tiny restaurant, and so we were. I was like, whatever. I guess I won't Mm -hmm. like, I won't like actively chase this like reunion that I haven't had in six Mm -hmm. years. Then he said, I heard someone say Steve Hahn, and I was like, and I said, like, be like, oh my god. Anyway, we ended up hanging out. Um, It was one time I was, oh my god, one time I was waiting for Steve Hahn, and I was at Bow. And I was talking with a friend, a college friend I went to, we like ran into each other uh-huh. in the line. And I was like, yeah, I'm like getting, I'm waiting for my friend Steve. He's running late. He hurt his foot. And so he has to like yeah. take a little longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then this woman in front of me was like, Steve Hahn. Who? It was uh, uh, Lauren. Laura. Uh, I don't know her last name. Oh, Laura. I remember this bow. I remember that was the day that I thought I broke my foot. I was like convinced I had like <laughs> like broken my foot. In reality, I had just like twisted my ankle. Like or I had just um rolled my ankle. I was Ooh. still very worried. I remember this bow. Yes, and then Steve. I remember she knew who you were. The issue was that she didn't know how to introduce herself to you because she's like probably wow. was so intimidated. Wow. So it sounds like uh, George Elrod is also the most uh, famous. Also the most famous comedian in, in Chicago. Chicago. No, 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 wow, no, no, wow, no. Wow. I'm the most comedian <laughs> in Chicago. <laughs> Paige, oh. So anyway, we asked you to bring in your um, guilty pleasure. Yeah. My guilty pleasure. Like, yeah, okay, so it? get this. Uh, honestly, you guys, I tweet about this so much, and it's like embarrassing to talk about. But I like, I am so what? I don't have. I don't use my Twitter. It's not that I don't follow you. It's I don't use my. I don't use Twitter. Okay. It's true. Don't take it personally. <laughs> <laughs> I would tweet at Steve, and then <laughs> and still, nothing, would nothing would happen. I don't. I don't use me? my Twitter. <laughs> I, 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 I don't have notifications on on Twitter. Oh, I, I don't, don't have, have notifications. notifications on my Twitter either, on, like on my phone, they don't pop up. Oh, I, I can't do. have anything pop up on my phone or else I get very distracted. But you still sure. go on the app? Oh, I go on the app all the time. It's okay, anyway, so sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> okay. So, you, so what do you think? Okay, you tweet about it all the time. Yes. My guilty pleasure is say yes to the dress. Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah. I know you guys have already talked about like Wait, reality the t- TV. The oh TV God. show? Yes. Uh, yes, the TV show, who, famous who is it? Say Yes to the Dress. It's on TLC. It's like, I think one of their like main like revenue drivers because it is so big now and like glitzy not not what it used to be from its humble beginnings but it is women just coming in to try on wedding dresses for me and everyone who doesn't know what the show is can you describe what the process sure. of the show is so it takes place at this uh big like department store for wedding dresses called Kleinfeld yes of course and is it a real store it's a real Kleinfeld. store in New York like yeah. downtown New York Manhattan and these women from all over the country with like all different sorts of backgrounds uh-huh. come to this store to find like and have this magical moment with their wedding dress and um it like is just so addicting they do like three brides an episode i think is it a competition then, no it's no, not no. A competition. it's literally like documentary style and they enter like it's like kind of bridezilla-esque like a little bit yeah there's, like, a little bit of that. there's also like really nice brides or like brides with very weird taste or brides with like super tacky taste but, but these are personalized yeah, yeah, yeah. dresses no it's no. just like a department store they'll go like this is what I'm looking for I don't get why for. you would watch this oh my god yeah this is what I'm talking about the hate is so I mean I don't hate it I just don't get like I thought like someone like Tim Gunn or someone would like oh. design your dress so there's like, a guy his name is Randy and he's like this manager or something he's like a design consultant or something like that but he he there's all these consultations that you have so like you're with a woman 
or Randy. Who or Randy. Like cater to you and go like, okay, I'm going to go find you. I'm going to go pull some dresses from for you like because you want lace and you have this budget, which is Question. usually a couple thousand dollars. Is it Kleinfeld? Oh, is it the one on 5th? Is it the one in New- uh, on, on Manhattan? I've never been there. Yes, it is on Manhattan. It's, it's really big. It's like... I wouldn't say it's not boutique-y at all. No, no, no. It's like on it's Fifth, like, I'm pretty sure. It's like I'm, on Fifth sure. and it's like in Health Kitchen area, right? Probably. Sure. Yeah. I might be making this up, but I think I it's like never, on, I have never like, done a Google like Maps search of it because I'm like, I'm never going there and it's like no. a magical place that has nothing to do with me. But I'm sure. like, oh, I love it. It's so addicting. <gasps> Stop. So you What's your favorite episode? Like, I want to know the... Well, recently I watched, I was like doing a binge, just like mm-hmm. it's something I can like play games on my phone with and like have on in the background when my boyfriend's not home and like I don't need to think about his needs. Sure. <laughs> you know, in terms of like what's on TV, I can just watch I it. I do like, yeah. I, I love you. I really do. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Dylan. <laughs> but it's, uh, there was an episode where, okay, so first thing you need to know about me is that anytime there's like a veteran coming home video uh-huh. or like um, an honoring our troops or honoring this soldier like moment on uh, media, I cry That's really hard. Right. And sure. I like, it's like pain for me, but also good pleasure pain. And I like, I love those moments. I yep. think they're so wonderful and earnest and, and like amazing that, and beautiful. Meeting their dog kind of videos. Yes. Oh, I, I like even thinking about them, I cry. Oh. But um, there was one where they had, they took this woman who's a veteran who was studying to be a psychologist. And like, she was don't think she had a purple heart or anything but she was super respected Honored. pretty high up in the military when she um was able to like uh leave it or something or like had four years in afghanistan and had some pretty serious ptsd and sure. wanted to like be a psychologist so she could help other people with ptsd like super beautiful story background and kleinfelds was like we're shutting down the entire store <gasps> for you today it's all about making your special moment happen and they like gave her the dress for free <gasps> all these magical things were happening panina tournay obviously who is this designer that all the women love she came in and was like What's oh her yeah name? We- panina her name is panina i love that panina <laughs> panina tornay she makes i think her dresses are so tacky like a girl panini oh yes, yes. Like girl panina panina I, lo- I love that name she came in and she like was like yeah this bow we're gonna remove it for you okay is that does that work and of course this woman is crying like every 10 seconds because of all the wonderful nice things that kleinfeld was doing for her so that was so you like so it's so there's no like drama in the show it's all like uh, uplifting I mean, there moments is drama the drama is like there will always be one girl going in for alterations on her dress to like get it fitted before she has to walk down the aisle. Sure. And something's not. Yeah, something's not what she ordered <laughs> from the last time she was oh, on the episode or yeah, something that's like interesting. that. Or like, you don't have what I want. Or like, it's out of my budget. What? Yeah. Like, how could you? Oh, and it's, so my part time job is in retail. <gasps> so customer service too for an online mm-hmm. company. And, uh, <clears throat> discussing situation <laughs> <clears throat> like that are uh, so real and yeah. a daily struggle. But gosh, you know that's a show that I've not mu- much watched, but it's been such a part of like the last fifteen years. I feel like yeah, it really. I think it has twenty some odd seasons to it, <sighs> or something like that. It Delicious. Is, it is. If you really just want to zone out and like look at something very ridiculous happen because like truly they spend thousands of dollars on their dresses even the women who are like 
you might think wouldn't be likely to spend that much money. They spend like at least a thousand. Oh right, I, I I lied. It's on it's on it's on twenty twenty twentieth. It's on twentieth and sixth. So you know, Yorker <laughs> listeners, you now know. Yeah. Now you know it's in Chelsea. It's in it's by Chelsea. It's by Chelsea Market. I love Chelsea Market. <laughs> I love Chelsea Market. Get a twelve dollar margarita. <laughs> And me, I know so much about Chelsea Market. Yes. Mm-hmm. The thing is good. that Chelsea Market is a tourist trap. And George it's a tourist is trap. Truly George. it is. And whenever I go to New York, I'll take a picture no matter where I am and I'll tag the Chelsea Market. <laughs> so I'll be at the Met and I'll be like, oh, I love the Chelsea Market. Great art exhibit. And there's always someone every time who doesn't quite understand the bit because it's truly use, a useless bit. <laughs> And someone will, like from high school or from college, be like, I think that's the Met. <laughs> It's like a bit that you kind of also have to know New York to like you have to yeah. have, you have to have to you have to have been to New York <laughs> as a tourist and then overcome the tourism aspect of it because I was like Chelsea Market is uh, great as a tourist. It, like, is, it is. It's a great place to go as a tourist. The first time I went, I loved it, and then I like I kept finding myself like passing, and I was like, oh, this is awful. Although there is a there is a Samsung store by the Chelsea Market that has um AR a uh, roller coaster uh, AR roller coaster or Ooh, VR virtual VR? reality. Augmented virtual, augmented AVR, whatever. Like you in the thing and it's shaking. Well, so yeah. you're in seats and you're, yes, Account. it is exactly yeah. this. You put it on and then the seats shake. So if yeah. you watch it from the outside, it looks like a bunch of people just like on rotating like seats on like sticks. But <laughs> like, it's like, 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 <laughs> like stupid, like fat stupid, dumb. They are. <laughs> and I've done it multiple times. It roasts times. them. <laughs> Um, question: Do you have you ever seen the TV show um, Four Weddings? Uh, I have seen Four Weddings. Uh, that's yes, the only TV yes, show yes. I've seen, and that is a competition. That's on competition. Chelsea. I okay, don't we're finding like Steve loves competition. <laughs> that's competition, <laughs> and it is the funniest I... um, TV show because those girls are mean to each other. Like yeah, they go to each other's rude. weddings, and they are because they're they just what is it? Oh, you win a free honeymoon. Yeah, you win Walk, a free honeymoon. Okay. Um, Walk me through this. It's like a prisoner's dilemma, basically, but for weddings. <laughs> a prisoner what? Prisoner's, prisoner's dilemma, dilemma, which is the theory that like if uh, you and I both have something to gain if we choose to make a decision together, but not be able to know what each other is going to decide, um, it's... or if I don't if I don't make the decision and you do, you get everything. So the the, the, the dilemma itself is there's um there's four situations in which what could happen. There's two pris- the the problem is it TLDR, there's two problems. <laughs> they are put in jail, but they're put in two different jail cells. And the police officer says they committed a crime, they're burglars. <laughs> and the police officer says, You can tell they t- he tells both of them, you can tell me what the other person did and you have um you can tell me the other person did or you won't. If you both confess, then you only have to go to jail for five years. If neither of you confesses, then you have to go to jail for 20 years um if one of you confesses and the other one doesn't the one that um confessed gets a thousand or gets like a money gets to leave and the other person is put into jail for um 15 mm-hmm. years and vice versa so the quest dilemma is like so do they're we both... resting this women and then they're basically in... like grading each other they're grading each different other. aspects of their wedding it's four different brides they go they all go to each other's weddings mm-hmm. and then there's like four different categories it's like how good was the food how like good was the theme blah 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 and then they rank each yeah they rate each other and mm-hmm. then the girl who got the highest ratings from the other girls Gets um gets the free honeymoon. Not exactly prisoner's dilemma, but kind of. Kind of similar. <laughs> similar Basically, feeling. the closest thing we have on reality television. Yeah, I love to using yeah. this, <laughs> taking this like really complex uh, uh, criminal justice term <laughs> and like psychological, <laughs> and then basing it on like uh, it's like game theory. Party event. It is game, game theory. theory. It is game theory. That's literally mm-hmm. it's, it's more game theory than it is. But prisoner's dilemma is just a subset of like game a topic theory. in game theory. But wow, if you put two Asians together, <laughs> you put two yeah, Asians together, we all we'll talk about math. <laughs> me if you didn't want this to turn into a math podcast. <laughs> What's your favorite Just theorem? 
flunked math. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I have a favorite theorem if you want to talk about math. Math? Do you have a favorite theorem? No. Would you uh, say? You... Little, little, um, love right angles. So easy to understand. Truly. 90 degrees. It's 90. Make a little box. That's how you know it's a right angle. <laughs> well, I did that's Arcan- four right angles if you make a box. That's four right angles. <laughs> okay, I know you didn't ask, but my favorite theorem is the Chicken McNugget theorem. What is that? The Chicken McNugget theorem states um, it's the largest number that you can um, you can't make with two relatively prime numbers in different multiples. Oof. Yeah, prime numbers. Let's gotta have it. So like my so, way. So like <laughs> for example, just to make this a little educational, enough of the bits. I bet you listeners didn't realize that um, Almost Heinous was an <laughs> educational, an educational podcast. podcast. But I want this sponsored to by ranked. TED Talk. We are looking for other sponsors. Fisher Please. Price. Fisher Price. Is who, should, is who should sponsor us yeah. at this level. Uh, almost Heinous, you can't notice, but I'm trying to fit a, uh, a round peg into a square <laughs> hole. I'm dying. I really am. Because you know what? I'm an academic. You are. He is. I know. He is. I'm so excited about new facts. I, I'm definitely, I'm, Steve is the more educated one. I am the more curious one. So it does make our dynamic of being like, uh, oh, well, okay. and then me mostly saying something and then Steve getting upset that I said something. I just want to really quickly explain what the chicken nugget theorem is Yes, yes, yes please, go through, go off this. Okay, if Pop off. Okay, uh, let's say that um, McDonald's is trying to sell you chick- chicken nuggets okay. in um, multiples of like seven mm-hmm. or... Um, five. Okay. Then the okay. question is, what's the largest number of nuggets that you cannot have? What you okay. cannot make with those? So, for example, what's the largest number you five. cannot make with five different with different amounts of five and seven nuggets. Thirty. No. <laughs> you can make thirty. That's six of the five. Six different numbers of the five nuggets. Hmm. Thirty-one. I, I definitely don't understand this theorem, but it's, I keep going. It's the the answer is twenty-three. 23. You can't make 23 nuggets, nuggets, but anything more than that, you can make different amounts of. Interesting. 24, you can have two sevens and two fives. 25 is just five And that's the largest sum. That's the largest sum. That's the largest number of nuggets that you cannot make with five and seven. Interesting. 23. So how old are you, Steve? I'm 22. I'm almost 23. Wow. So that's your McNugget year. That's That's my McNugget year. (laughs) I cannot wait for my McNugget year. Some people have Saturn years. Other people have McNugget years. I'm excited. I can can already feel my body going through, approaching its McNugget year. I can see myself bloating in ways. It's just because I just got food poisoning, like we were talking about before the podcast. I can feel myself bloating and to become my nugget. I want to become um do you know who Grimace is the yes. the purple the nugget he's a nugget he's a he's a McNugget did you no, know that no he's not he's a technically McDonald McDonald's like assigned a different food to each of the their characters in their short-lived TV show which I have every single episode on VHS at home <laughs> misting <laughs> and Grimace has an island of purple that's I think why it's you like the McNugget theory Steve you watched because <laughs> yes. you have... watched content made in the yeah. late 90s also, about our fast food Restaurant. Also, Grimace was the only um, character of color, which is why I really resonated. Oh, <laughs> the purple God. was melanin, <laughs> not mold. <laughs> but yes, I. I um, wow. It's a good TV show. You should have you have you guys ever seen it? I mean, maybe in a fever dream. Or have you seen the Have you seen the? Um, <laughs> do you know seen, the like, characters? Memes of it or something, or like just? I do of, like, remember reacts. as a child seeing it, but I could not tell you anything. Ronald yeah. is a character. Yes, yes, yes. I, um, I, I mean, I know the cast of them. <laughs> the Hamburglar. Is there a duck? Mm-hmm. There's a duck. A duck. A McFlurry um, duck. I saw uh, someone showed me a, a band that is like a thrasher band, and they all dress up like the cast. oh, like STEM, like uh, scary Ronald McDonald, 
playhouse or whatever characters. Sure. So they're all very scary versions that. of them. I mean, McDonald's I love really art. is a, <laughs> McDonald's is a mogul. That's art to art me. Is, you know, art is delicious. You make it. <laughs> Truly, thank you, Paige. <laughs> You're welcome. Just like uh, the dresses of Panina Tornay. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. Do you watch any other fashion um, TV shows, or is that the only one? Oh, <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Yes, the dress is a fashion. <laughs> it is. A, is it not? See, you it should is, really it, watch it because I think you would just enjoy like the plethora of women that are out there and the different anything, things they want. I would put yes to the dress more in the like landscape of like a home makeover. Yeah, like it's more of meeting a meeting a person, kind of knowing a little bit about their backstory mm-hmm. and why this thing that everyone loves and cherishes, such as weddings and unions, is special to this person yeah and then creating the dress and the drama that comes the along the way. honestly sometimes in the episodes i get sweaty palms i'll admit it <laughs> i'll admit it i get nervous for those i brides. get nervous it's the same thing that happens with me when i watch them queer eye it's kind of i think oh, i think yeah i'm really invested has... in their makeover 100 percent. and at the end if they find a dress that they like they cry yeah of like course. almost every time they cry and I mean, go. wedding dresses are also oh. really beautiful. Like they Vera are. Wang, dre- Vera Wang dress. My um, friend just got married in a Vera Wang dress, and it was is loaded. Yeah. Lush with <laughs> oh, so um, Anisha, if you're listening to this, I'm expecting to go there. I, if I'm not at your wedding, I'm gonna flip a shit. It's Anisha, one of my close friends, Anisha, Anisha Ford. She is Henry Ford's great great granddaughter, and she, she has, she's not engaged or anything. But I love her. Robbie. If you're listening, uh, proposal. I can go to your wedding soon. Anisha, <laughs> I, I can imagine. Send us uh, pictures of your wedding. Dress. She listens. She listens to. <laughs> She listens to this podcast, so I think she's going to get mad that I'm talking about her. But also... Um, yeah, I would. Do you watch... Um, have you seen uh, Avatar um, last... Uh, Korra? Have you seen Korra's? Like, I haven't finished it, but I have be, seen a But lot do you know it. the dog Naga? Like yes. that big dog? Yes. So she has this Wait huge golden, golden retriever named Naga. And I Aww. love it. Oh, That's sweet. That is very sweet. Anyway, I love Anisha. She's beautiful. And she went to... Um, she's from Gainesville, actually. Okay, and this is not Chicago. Anisha's podcast. <laughs> Sorry, she's not our guest. And- Anisha, Sorry, come Anisha. back and you can be the guest. Anisha, you can. I mean, she you can talk Chicago. about your wedding dress. Okay, On I. <laughs> I will say so. A fun fact about me: I've never been to a wedding. Mm. I've never been to a wedding. It's because I have a small family and I'm still pretty young. Yes. So none of my friends are quite getting married yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I have two weddings <gasps> this year. Wow. My cousins. Very fun. Uh-huh. I just went to a cousin wedding last year. I also haven't been to that many weddings. I've yeah. been to like maybe three. I cannot and, wait. And um, I'm even older than you, and I have only been to three. So Right, and I'm, well, I'm doing two in one year. That's going to be really fun. I cannot wait. And then I think that they get annoying, is what I hear. Well, the only thing is I do wish... I had a wed- a Chicago wedding. I would love to go to a Chicago wedding or someplace where I didn't have to travel so far because mm. this one's going to be in Colorado Springs and <gasps> one in October or August, I forget, is um, two very different months. It's going to be in uh, Seattle area. Oh my gosh, do you know what? I'm from Colorado and I went to school in Seattle. So you're going to places that I love and are very beautiful. Second. So you're going to have a great time. So University of Puget Sound. Springs. Yeah, University of Puget Sound. Shout it out. Shout, Shout it out. out. That's how um, I remember that was the first time we... <laughs> That's the first time we ever talked. That's the first thing we ever talked yeah. about was you went to was yeah, where we went to school. I tell people that you were my first friend I made in Stir Fry Night. Oh my god! Which is true. He I mean, tells we, people too. <laughs> I do. I do tell people because we met at the playground oh, at that yes, show. We I had just that. gotten into the oh group god, two so days funny. before, and so we were Literally. all like nervous to get. And only yeah, Yumi and we Tushar like, um, showed up to this show that Avery was like, "You guys should come to." And so no one else showed up because everyone was like, "We just got into the group. We're not going to show up to this show." And we were like. 
okay. <laughs> We're like, okay. <laughs> Chance to perform? <laughs> of course. Of course. Of course. Oh, yeah. I was like, I'm still in level so, C. <laughs> when you're so just excited I for guess. any chance to perform. <laughs> so you'll you'll shuffle halfway across town <laughs> for a, a mashup oh, improv literally. show. Literally, we don't know anyone. It was a preach show, though, wasn't it? It was a pre-show back when Preach did shows at um, Playground oh, before yeah, they got yeah. their idol. Yeah, yeah Playgrounds, I feel like no one's like it's low, schlubbing it's, over there. Yeah, it's low uh, risk. It was low of? risk, yeah. high return. High return. High return. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the prisoners Economics. Economics. <laughs> <laughs> no, the higher, high uh, places them with high risk, risk and low high return. Risk, no return. <laughs> no return. Uh, fun. I would yeah. always rat out if I was in the prison system, by the way. If you're ever in the prison system with me, I will always um, confess. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Just I, in case you need to know that to about know. me. Yeah, I I had a hunch. Maybe if you ever plan on robbing someone with someone else, I, you I would should never, both though. like have the conversation of like, what what are we in the prisoner's dilemma? But you can lie. And the whole prisoner's dilemma is a, it's a, it's right. a psychology probability problem. That's right, why it's so crazy. But, you know, if you're really good friends, I feel like that's who you're robbing with. No, Uy, why are you robbing? You're robbing each other. <laughs> a true friendship, you're robbing each other. Each other. <laughs> and that's what friendship is. Yeah. Yeah. Really, you're just using other people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, our friendship is definitely, all my friendships involve prisoner <laughs> Dang. In some shape dang, or form. Dang, dang. I feel exhausted. It's January 8th. Um, now I forget. Do you guys talk about your guilty pleasures on this? We already did. We already, we already did. talked about it was our first episode. Mine well, was, mine was that, fights. Fights. Your guiltiest pleasure is fight. Watching like fights. watching a fight. Mine was ASMR. Right. Yes. <laughs> no, he hates, <laughs> hates mouth sounds. I do hate mouth, mouth sounds, but I love bits. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to do a mouth sound and he was like, don't do that. So. <laughs> Your mouth can make some pretty gross sounds. You got to be real careful. <laughs> mouths mouths are disgusting. Human bodies are really disgusting. And feet are really disgusting. Uh, yeah, I guess serious. this is a perfect time to take a little break. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bathroom break. Bathroom break. <laughs> okay, we'll be right back. back. <laughs> okay. Let me hold on. Let me pull out my phone right now. This is part of the ad. This is part of the ad. It may seem unprofessional. Let me see how many reviews we have. Mm, I don't know how to do it. Hmm. Wow, wow. Oh, 10 ratings. So it's only gone up four people since my last call out where I said only six of you have reviewed and yet we have more than oh, 11. Oh, even our producer had them, okay? <laughs> do, you see, do, you, do you hear that Caucasian male laugh in the background tinkling on the mic? That's him laughing out of fear. And do you hear that sucking up sound? That's his butthole clenching up because he's like, shit, my own podcaster is calling me out. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to find you out, that bitch. That might actually be my butthole sound. Yeah, I'm going to call you out, bitch. I got a Kim Jong-un romper and I got surveillance cameras everywhere. If I don't see... Pause it. Pause it right now. Pause. pause. Yeah, that's right. You didn't pause, bitch. Okay, I'm going to give you one more tra- chance. Pause. Okay, you pause. Good job. During that pause, if you did not go and review and give us five stars, and you don't have to write anything, just give us five stars. It's the easiest thing. All you have to do is scroll down on our page and then click one goddamn button. Is that so hard? That's like five, 0.3 calories, bitch. You got, you can afford that. Go eat a fucking cheese dip and then you make that shit up again, okay? Okay, bitch. Like and subscribe. We're back. Better than ever. Fiercer mm-hmm. than life and... Lighter because we went to the bathroom. <laughs> we did. Go but the gonna hydrate. I am drinking a lot more water this 2019. Mm. Ooh, hydrate yourself. Um, yes. I actually just got a water bottle um, that like um, marks. It's like a. It's 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 like a. It's terrible. It's like a gallon thing, but it marks how much water what where, where you should be at during the day. Ooh. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I was doing that plant eating thing for a while. Steve got me hooked on it. It's like a what? Tamagotchi, but it's a plant. So it's a little avatar and you have to drink a certain amount of water. And whenever time you finish your vessel of water, you then record it on your little app and it feeds the plant. And if the plant dies, it's because you're not drinking any water. That sounds kawaii. And oh, it is kawaii AF. Those <laughs> missed thing. When I tell you these plants are, they have, their eyes are too far apart. Yeah. And they are googly. Oh, they all look like little Pokemons. And then um, oh, as soon as you, um, you it, and they evolve. After you yeah. reach a certain level, they yeah, reach they level four. Yeah, very <laughs> Japanese. Oh, you know someone named, um, you know someone named... Hero? Uh, hero? <laughs> Someone named Miyoki <laughs> was saying, oh, what about she, what about she, and coding this shit late into the night on his Apple Watch. And, <laughs> coding um, on his Apple and, Watch. And then it co- it, once That's it reaches level four, you move it out into the terrace, and then your um, plants on oh the terrace give you seeds, and then you use those seeds to buy, the seeds are currency, so you can use it to buy more expensive plants, pots, different pots for your plants, things like that. Which is truly the way we're going in this U.S. economy, <laughs> is back to the bartering system. System, collecting plants from seeds that you collect. <laughs> and I love that some small Japanese man named um, uh, Mizuki. I think Mizuki might not be a first name. <laughs> um, someone My named Min- Minori. Minori is, a, Minori is a Japanese Minori? first name. I know Minori because um, we play cello together. No, She's very nice. Oh, Minori. Minori. Well, it's not Minori's podcast, so... <laughs> Yeah, Minori. Talk about my <laughs> Minori Hashimoto. I'm sorry, my cello friend from middle school. Minori, congratulations on playing the cello. Yeah, That's congrats a great on the cello. It's very beautiful. It is. It's in a lot of movies. It is. It's oh. very sensual. Isn't it? Ooh, uh, uh, Cruel Intentions, Selma Blair, taking uh-huh. the cello lessons. Uh-huh. Who else was, one of my friends was talking about Cruel Intentions. Oh, someone I think. This is not Cruel Intentions podcast. <laughs> and this is not your friend's podcast. <laughs> And that's called a callback. <laughs> um, uh, uh, movies with cellos, though. August Rush. Did you ever watch it? Oh, I didn't. No. Okay, well, I actually have um, uh, one, one of the topics I want to talk about today happens to be my cancel. So let's just do it a little earlier than we normally do it. Mm-hmm. So, your cancel. Cancel. I just want to, I'll start because I want to talk about it. Um, I want to cancel, I want to cancel the, the judicial system. Judicial system. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also the American public, I guess, for two reasons. <laughs> <laughs> the public, I can't really do, I guess, like... <laughs> <laughs> like I guess I can't really cancel the public but um, go for it um, I want to cancel the judicial system because um, it came out recently that Centoya yeah, uh, Brown free. is free uh-huh. her last name is Brown right I didn't make mm-hmm. it up Brown uh-huh. is free after 16 15 years in jail yeah. but the way that the judicial system is in place right now is that she's not people didn't talk about this is that she's not being released till August yeah. right. it's January so that's 8 months well, and she she's still granted on... clemency so she wasn't actually set free yes. she was just like they just said it's okay it's okay and, right. then, and, and then she still has probation for 10 right. years right because she's right. still technically the process she went through still applies so it's not like anyone said you're innocent it's just like she's went... so ridiculous right. and then the american public part also because um i don't get why r kelly is still on spotify or why oh, his, his music his monthly listens have i think gone up it's They've at 5.6 million and like again like I'm not even trying to empathize with the people who are listening to R. Kelly. I'm, like, not trying. Like, it, it's just, like, one of those things where, like, you know what? We all listen to I Believe I Can Fly in Space Jam. And we all, like, have danced to Ignition Remix. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? Like, fine. Whatever. Yeah, we These all participated. Are all, but, like, god damn it. After the documentary, how are people 
still subscribing to listening to. Yeah. I'm I've lost my complete trust in the American public. <laughs> I mean, the whole fact too that the Kevin. Uh, I mean, there's every there's been a world of fire happening, but not um, the uh, Kevin Spacey video. Oh, that was so gross, disgusting, and that there's so more, gross. and it's so weird. What was the video? Oh, he it. just... I didn't watch it either, but I heard it was like a threat. It was like he was doing the he character was, yeah. from... House um, of Cards. House of Cards. And then it was like, you better be careful, basically. Like, before his trial. It was this weird character monologue, uh-huh. but also him acting as the actor, saying that he's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. And, like, him saying, did you really see my character die or something? And... But the, the reactions to it, too, it's like... If on a small level, there's more likes, a thumbs up than thumbs down, and this is. Uh, I, I for some reason for whatever I don't know why I thought that it was a video was gonna be leaked of him like an like an amateur like hookup video oh, like no, a, no. like a like a hidden camera of him like no. butt fucking someone and I was no. like oh why are people watching that no it was this weird <laughs> trying to create some kind of narrative in his way of just mm-hmm. him saying like you don't know all the facts i honestly watched it once and completely threw it out of my mind because i was so it's angry so at the people's reactions to mm-hmm. it and people's responses which is even more insufferable go like in the same vein in the same kind of dialogue of this whole r kelly bullshit well it's, it's like, like the same reason that like the logan paul and his brother are yeah. famous and still like are still making videos. Rich and making Why? videos. It's like, ew. But <laughs> just specifically, like people enable them. Exactly. Yeah. But specifically with the Arthur thing, like, why are we not valuing, like, black girls? Like, why are we, like... Yeah, like, I've heard a, I've read a lot of arguments that are, like, well, on Twitter. Of, like, <laughs> oh, it's the... Pieces. Right, it's, like, the, the system is set up against black men, so this is just another setup. And I'm, like, are you fucking serious? I know. What is wrong with you that you can, like hear all these things and read all these accounts firsthand and know that he actually like was tried in court for real things that you go let me completely still, invalidate right, that right. and make it <laughs> into it's just they're just out to get r kelly yeah what God, the fuck? it's just crazy also r kelly lives um quick side note lived um lives in hyde park yeah and he would like apparently before i got to college when he still like was around mm-hmm. hyde park oh, more God. he apparently would show up to like college parties at u chicago <laughs> and um like Ugh. with like like the peeing thing is like real obviously, but it's like, uh, how are you showing up to U Chicago college student I parties? Know. I mean, the 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 hurtful reality too is that there's more stories out there. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's. It wasn't really much Batman. of a talking point. I just wanted to. I mean, it, um, we, we all know, but... <laughs> we cheers at the end. We cheers at the end. We go oh, around um, and we cancel. We each cancel, cancel one first. Phase. Yeah. Don't... Okay. Um, do you want to go or I? No, you go ahead. Okay, a uh, little different, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, less political, probably a little, <laughs> a little less meaningful. But I am canceling people who say they don't like small dogs. Yeah, we get it. All right, <laughs> we get it. It's the same bullshit I hear every time people say like, "Oh, I don't like small dogs. They're too yappy. Oh, you know, they're they're so annoying." Shut up. <laughs> So are you. What if- <laughs> it's, you think you're being original or clever? I you think know. you're being some kind of, you're, you're better than me? 
<laughs> because you like big dogs. I like I, I like big dogs. But yeah. I like small dogs yeah. too. Wait, can the people not like convenient? Can people yeah, not like yappy dogs? Like, what if someone says they don't like yappy dogs? Because yappy, because medium sized dogs and big dogs sometimes are also yappy. So, like, yeah, what if big dogs says, can be yappy too. So, what if someone says they don't like so, yappy it's dogs? Worse. It's worse because they're scary. Because yes. it's scary and they're and it's louder because they have and more. It's, it's like a louder yap. It's like yeah. the yap fills up more volume, yeah. <laughs> more carbon emission. Because the, the bigger the yap, the bigger the the bigger the, the <laughs> hole and the the green. The, when the you're around a big dog that is that is loud and you can feel the air around you. <laughs> I used to be really afraid of dogs because I was attacked as a kid in um by a dog. Which yeah, in a kind denim of, jacket, actually. What kind of dog? Um it was like a big it was like a big black like a mutt. It was like a big like a black Aww, like a it was like a mutt. like a mutt. It was like a it was, it was like a big black um it looked like in my mind, in my mind, it looked like those dogs in the Hunger Games that um killed Ooh, killed scary. that killed Kato. You're mm-hmm. talking yes. about Yes, and, and here's and here's my dialogue <laughs> with this is that I understand that a lot of Big dogs have then been put on to this display that they're dangerous mm-hmm. or they're bad mm-hmm. or we shouldn't have them, which has put a lot of hurt to those animals. It is. It's animal racism. But dog d- racism. Yeah. It's but all, uh, don't, body shaming. <laughs> don't then try to be cool yes. by telling me that you don't like little dogs. Yeah. I okay? agree. I agree. Because you haven't met my Katie. Yeah. <laughs> my cat, Baloo. Okay. You haven't met her. I yeah. haven't seen how lovely she yeah. is, and I'm and I don't want to make this into my dog is the best kind of dog. Yeah, this is not your dog's podcast. <laughs> this is not now. Katie's podcast. I will in a heartbeat change the completely complete foundation of this show. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't. I, I I was just my my favorite dog I've ever like cuddled with was um a small Frenchie. Mm. And my friend has a Frenchie named Elroy. This is not Elroy's podcast. I just want to call out. Give, I do almost like you're gonna say Elrod, and I was like, wow. No, yeah, he's just talking about me, but he's calling me Frenchie. Elroy. He's not I the love... first person to call me Frenchie either. <laughs> I do love <laughs> little Frenchie. <laughs> I love Frenchie. Um, so yeah, that's all I have to say. Um, I have a very soft spot in my heart for small dogs. My dog, my mom, the one that lives with my mom in Colorado. Uh, her name is Lil Kim, and she is no. yeah, like the rapper. Like the rapper, Lil Kim. Yes. Have you ever dressed her up in the iconic purple with? I the did put her into a very revealing swimsuit one time, and it was very funny. <laughs> but she uh, she's smaller, not very small. What size? Is, to, what what um, type is she? She's a staffy. We don't use the term pit bull in my house because my mother is very sensitive about it. But she's basically because they're illegal in Colorado. It is. Breed racism, but uh, so pit bulls are illegal staffing. in all of Colorado. There's a lot of states. I think so. There's a lot of states. They're illegal like in Miami, districts. just the They're, city. It's not nice because dogs, those breeds were bred to be nannies. They're called nanny breeds. They're bred to like watch over children, and the only reason they like people who fight dogs fight pit bulls because they have really strong jaws and mm. they can like do more damage, which is fucked up, and they train the dogs to be aggressive and like fight for their lives like the so like BFG. obviously right so obviously they're gonna be did you say like the BFG? aggressive mm-hmm. he's raised to be a big a angry yeah, giant I know. That was but just, he's big and friendly that was a and childhood it's... reference that i was not expecting to hear today <laughs> oh i am so doll. thankful <laughs> i love rolled to remember it to remember it but um, yeah lil kim is like that where it's like she's uh, people see her and they like get a little scared and then they meet her and she like comes up and nestles under your chin yeah. and is like so loving yeah. and it's just I don't mean this to sound um, anti-Japanese or anything mm-hmm. have you ever owned <laughs> so 
sorry. In case the listeners, if you don't know, I'm Korean. <laughs> I just I'm <laughs> <laughs> And I'm random. Japanese, but only half. <laughs> question: Has your family ever owned a Shiba? No, no, no. Oh, we okay. are. Um, that wasn't even a that loaded of a question. question we only own. <laughs> um, have you ever met Erica's Shiba? No. Um, this is not Erica Shiba's podcast. <laughs> I just, I love, I love her. Shiba's I love are pretty, Shiba's. but Shiba's also kind of wig me out a little bit because they're just so they're like, mean. They're mean. Yeah, dogs. they're like. I don't even. I, I can't even put a, a, a image to this. You name. know, like. Um, you know the Doge meme? Doge. The Doge meme, the meme that's like ever, like the dog meme. It's like that dog of like the dog with the pointy ears. That's like. Hmm. Whipping its head around? No. That's we'll show head. you a Shiba, and you're going to be like, I know what a Shiba eater is. I've known all they're very, um, all. They're very attractive dogs, oh, but they are mean. Yes. Wait, wait. The one that's like doggo? Uh-huh. Yeah, but it's like it had, yeah, it's like um, like a like tan color with yeah, a white snout yeah, and it's pointy doggo. ears. It's mm-hmm. do- uh, I, I thought it was Doge. Am I, I wrong? Doge. Is it Doge? I think it's mm. Doge. <laughs> there's a, there's a um, yeah. Bitcoin that's, right? Isn't don't bring, don't bring, don't bring cryptocurrency. There's a cryptocurrency that's named after Doge. Anyway, what are you canceling? <laughs> I'm canceling people who are afraid of turnstiles. They're yes. so fucking weak. <laughs> what? How? Who is afraid of turnstiles? Oh my god! People who I'm like following behind, like I walk fast. I know this about myself, and like sure, I we're need young, to, we're I, athletic. I I have the ability to walk fast. I will do it. And like people who walk slow piss legs. me off so bad. And people who get to the turnstile, like okay, I'm going down the stairs at Addison Brown Line. It's a narrow stairwell, and Ooh, then it's not it. very, not a lot of room between the turnstile and the stairwell. That's the worst stage. And stop it's like there, the everyone's getting off. Yeah, and you need to just blast through that turnstile. You do. And people, I think it's like the bars or something, but you know, it lots does look of like people, it might. Like, and I'm going to say this: it's not. But I'm, I'm in my observations. It has often been like. White women. Yes. White women, check yourselves. You need to not be afraid of turnstiles. I am empowering you to just go forth and blast <laughs> the, the turnstile. Of, the half a patient because, is a white woman is Yeah, the half of me you. that is a white woman <laughs> is telling you, a fellow white woman, that we need to, like, just get uh, through no. the turnstile. Because it's, like, it's, it's, it's not going to hurt you unless you, like, really... You have to really try to hurt yourself Look, inside of a turnstile. As, as, as a, a, a white feminine person... <laughs> So you get it. I, I under, I, <laughs> y'all, it's scary. Y'all, it's just, it, it looks like it could chop up me. Yeah, it looks like it's a, it looks like the tongs that people use at, um, at a, yeah, at it a looks like place. a rake on its side. Look, I ha- get it. Ha- Going into another rake, but just yes. barely missing the tongs yes. of the other rake. It looks like two tornadoes having sex when it's going too fast. <laughs> yes. It's like, am I going to be Dorothy? Am I going to wake yes. up in Oz on the other side? I don't know. Have I been in that exact turnstile and had maybe one too many bags <laughs> too many then, bags yes what's a like because like, oh, yeah. like, i have a like, yes. come on you're in chicago you you're gotta sometimes a mule. you're a mule. <laughs> i'm a mule carrying it around you're just, also a mutt <laughs> i'm a mutt i'm a mule and a white woman and i approach this death trap and i just the times that i've like gotten something stuck or like i've missed one and then just gone shit <laughs> It's, yeah. it's honestly, I'd rather watch you get stuck in the turnstile and like, <laughs> like help you through it than to, than to watch you hesitate and hesitate again yeah. and hesitate until it's s- stopped. Yeah. <laughs> and then you hop in. It's like, Paige, yes. how long have you lived here? Um, four years almost. Yeah. That's just enough to <laughs> get upset. And I have not, I didn't have any experience with turnstiles before. 
I didn't yeah. have the same thing is with me and revolving doors. This revolving is a little doors, bit of a tan- this one. is a little bit oh. of a tangent. <laughs> and they're everywhere here. <laughs> they're everywhere here. They're everywhere. They're everywhere in Chicago. Did you know actually Chicago has the most uh, turning rotating doors than any other city in America? It makes sense. It makes America. sense. It's wind. It's a windy it's city. It's wind. It's cold. It was invented like, here. Says, um, oh. I don't know, I think a boat tour once. <laughs> so this is a little bit of a tangent, but um, in 20, so I, I spent um, Christmas Eve in Disney World at, mm-hmm. um, at Disney World. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a bunch of turnstiles there before you get on any of the rides. Yes, yes. And um, I, I was in like a, a particular mood at Disney World. And I realized that one of my resolutions that I am trying to do yearly for the whole year is I'm trying to be nicer to white people. And what I mean by that is, um, <laughs> what I mean by that you don't is, need it. George, did you hear that? That's one of his resolutions. Well, I don't Keep need it. <laughs> what, the, what I what I mean by that is that I snapped at kids at Disney oh, World, no, and it was sweet. one of those moments where I take a step back and be like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> like I like there was this one moment where like okay, so like if you know me. I said it earlier, but I'll say it again. I have severe OCD, so mm-hmm. I'm like a, I'm a, like a pretty bad germaphobe. Mm-hmm. And um, this, kids don't know that. Kids don't know. Kids don't know that I have OCD. I know, and they fucking should. And so, kids, this one girl, this gaggle of girls, I'll name them Heather, Heather. one, Heather two, and Heather three, <laughs> and so, six Madisons, and six Madisons, and five Katies. So Heather, <laughs> Heather, I assume maybe it was Madison, definitely not Katie, was coughing. And you know when kids cough and they like oh, don't use and they every face muscle in there like yep. you see yep. it's like it's like the rock's body is on their face yes. it's like every muscle ripples yes. when they cough so she's coughing everywhere and I'm like standing in line with like um, my mom and like my cousin and like they're like talking and I turn around and I'm like can you use your elbow can you like dis- like do this like destroy your bacteria and your denim please and they were just like oh my god who's this like big Asian man <laughs> yeah, like, and, like it was at that moment where it was also on Thunder Mountain Railroad so like there's like water everywhere so I looked over and like in this pure Mulan fantasy moment I like saw my reflection and I was like who am I right now I'm like just you screaming this girl <laughs> screaming at this girl who's just like coughing trying to enjoy See, her you're this you're the ride. reason why white people don't like Asian people <laughs> it's you me alone. it's me <laughs> It's me. It's me. You're right. I everything that Crazy Rich Asians and BD Wong and Ali yeah, Wong did. Work I take it, took it back. I was the reverse turnstile. I'm I'm going in the opposite direction. Anyway, so um, the turnstile story did remind me. I'm trying to be nicer to white people. Not that I think that they necessarily need it from me because I don't think I'm doing that much of a imprint on uh, Honestly, their feelings. You're but you're helping them public by telling them to come to the at a young age. Yeah, I just need just want to cough. And Honestly, no one, no off. one, no one would tell that child. I'm sure. So I'm glad you did. <laughs> and now they're probably, I don't know. And they were so afraid, like, like, because they were right behind us too. And we were like 25 percent through the line, so we still had 75 percent of the line to go through. Oh my gosh! Steve, you was see, it if my you're half siblings who are little kids, were they at Disney World on Christmas Day? This was on Christmas Day too. That's the other thing. No. It's like it was like the day of the Messiah, <laughs> and, and you know this was a young life group coming all the way from young like life. this is a young life group coming all the way from like uh, Vestavia Hills, Alabama oh, to like take, to this trip. Oh, you know what, Steve? Yeah. Don't apologize for that. If I was there with you, I'd just turn around and I'd say, "You heard him, crackers." <laughs> <laughs> so poor Madison Dang. is you know nah, whatever maybe it was Katie I'm giving Katie too much credit I hope she I mean she's elbow the rest of the day and she is still a child time. I understand <laughs> she's a child but I was it was at that moment I was like but I had snapped at other people like I snap at Disney World oftentimes and I still have a great time does not surprise I snap at Disney World because I'm like 
God, it's just, you know, and it's one of those things where I've been there so many times that I know exactly how everything maneuvers. And sure. uh, 80% of the people in that park at any given time probably is the first time there. Yeah. So basically, so, this uh, is your Chelsea market. <gasps> wow. This is my Have Chelsea you market. been to the Chelsea market, Paige? <laughs> Have you it. been? Have you been? It's to incredible. $14 margarita. <laughs> Every time it's the I same say price it. at Disney World, Epcot. It's too much. Um, yeah. $16 margarita. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's twenty twenty dollar margarita. <laughs> Awful. Awful. Horrible. Horrible. So yeah, that's um, that's um, that was my um story about turnstiles. I'm sorry. Anyway, <laughs> on a more positive note, let's share something. So okay. ch- cheers. cheers, cheers. Oh, it's my turn. Um, what am I yeah. cheersing today? Oh, I'm choosing. Um, I'm choosing bad auditions. Nice. I'm choosing bad auditions. Learn from it. I'm, yeah. Uh, I I just came back from an audition today. Yeah, that's I story. auditioned. I auditioned today for um, you're a good man, Charlie Brown. Very nice. Which you were preparing for too. Which I was preparing for too, and I was prepped for it. Yeah. Uh, did it show in the audition? No. But I went in feeling kind of confident, and I went into this audition, and it was one of those like moments where um, do you watch Glee? Yeah. So have you seen that episode of Glee where they're like it's like in this season it's season three where they're trying to like go to Niada they're like prepping to go to the mm-hmm. to the to go to college and they go to that one thing it was like supposed to be a mixer and like Kurt and Rachel walk in and everyone looks like them and they're all going like <laughs> they're all like doing like their warm ups missing it was like that except it was no one looked like me because it was all white people but nice. I walked in it was and a musical it was, theater audition it was right? a musical theater audition the worst for for you're a good man Charlie Brown like yeah. you know what I mean specifically that and I Something had so I, camp then. I was not exposed to the musical beforehand but I. I love the song. They had me audition for, um, and they only went out because my agent was like, "You should try this," and I was like, "Fine." And so I, comfort zone, good. For I'm my comfort yeah. zone. And the song they had me do was, was I was auditioning for the role of Schroeder, if you know the musical. Oh my and, gosh. Yeah. And the um, and um, the and the song is called Beethoven Day, and it's a really fun song. It's like very R and B. And the part mm-hmm. they had me sing for half of it was like this like religious like it was like a like going to church moment, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really fun song to sing. And so I went in and I like just like sat there minding my own business and all the everyone knew each other like everyone oh, like they had all done like they had all done like productions together and I think like a group of them were all actually under the same representation but they like That's were how like they get into they, your psyche Steve well I mean it, it was one of those things where I was laughing about it so Steve's it was gonna be a so musical theater guy um, I can't wait really I mean Steve's I, gonna come next podcast with a red to join them yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'll come come next time with a uh, with a gr- green skin <laughs> a witch Hat. Oh yes. <laughs> um, I think I meant Shrek because I started Shrek. watching that on Netflix. Oh, I, th- I was so talking about bad. Wicked, but also Shrek. Um, wow, I'm surprised I made a Wicked reference instead of a Shrek. I feel really ashamed of my. I grand. feel really proud. <laughs> so anyway, so I went to this audition and I was just like minding my own business, and there was one other guy there that obviously did not know anyone. Uh-huh. Sure. And so he came up to me and he was just like trying to make a nice conversation. <laughs> I found out that he um he's from Canada. He um recently got his work visa to be able to like act here, so he just moved to oh, Chicago. He's like nice. doing a production of Chicago. Shakespeare and he's yeah. in a production of Matilda coming up at the same theater that I was auditioning yeah. for and so it was just like really nice to meet him and he was just like really a really nice guy and yeah. then I found out he was and he had been in You're a Good Man Charlie Brown twice before already in oh, Canada wow. so he's very well versed in it and I was like okay fine and I didn't know what role he was going in for but then it was like such a TV moment he walks into the theater to audition and I can hear what because I'm right by the door sure. and I hear him singing Beethoven Day uh, was it damn. great it was the 
it was better than the Broadway recording. I mean, <laughs> he, he sounded angelic, and there's this high note in it that even the broad with the broad the guy that sings it on bro, the 1999 recording, I think, was like a tenor baritone. So like that last note, hard. high note, is like kind of hard. A to, stretch was was kind of a hard note for him to hit. Whereas this guy like was very obviously a very comfortable tenor. So Ooh. he just bells this last note, and then I hear them go like give him notes and like do go they through just it applaud. again. Yeah, I and think your applause. The notes, these are his notes. No notes. No notes. <laughs> Just do it again because we want to hear it. We want to hear it again. So I hear him go through it again, and I'm like, and it took him like ten minutes, and so I'm like, okay, it's probably gonna take me ten minutes too, because like they were kind of spending mm-hmm. a long time with each person. I walk in and they're like, do you have the dialogue before the song ready? And I'm like, what dialogue? <laughs> I had oh not learned gosh. the dialogue before the scene. Then I was like, can I just do this? They're like, just do the song, just do the song. I was like, okay, I do the song. I like forgot one line, but it kind oh. of stumbled. I like stumbled oh. through the line, and it was like a very clear part of the song. I did fine. I hit all the notes and everything because okay. I, I like I have a pretty good voice, so I like can mm-hmm. hit everything that I need to hit, and I like belted some stuff and they were like that was great and then they had me do the just the pure slides part of it and they laughed during that and they were like that was a great mm-hmm. job and I, I knew that I didn't get it because it was a four minute audition versus a ten minute mm-hmm. audition and I think last year me especially around this time when it's ten you time, book it when it's ten you book it when it's four minutes no not callbacks. even a callback <laughs> not even callback no ladies callbacks. don't get twisted so I walked out and like I was like most of the time when I bomb an audition I'm like kind of like bummed obviously we're bummed yeah. about it and you should be allowed to like feel your feelings and everything right. like that yeah, of course. but also I was like that was a free workshop for me and I yeah. had just read a text beforehand that someone said like these musical theater auditions are grueling and awful but it'll toughen your skin from one of my good friends who just finished up a run at the same theater and I was like yeah. Wow, that's like, and I went into it, and I left. I went into the audition with that mindset, and I, even though I like didn't do very well, I left that mindset, and I was like, you know, that was a really fun time, and I had a, and if anything, I had a lot of fun prepping for the audition. It was a really fun time for me to like learn this new song, and I have a song for my book now, which you give to you know your musical theater audition book, and my repertoire only has five songs in it, and the only two songs they ever want to hear from it are um, what do you do with a BA in English and Bare Necessities, and so now I have one more, and I think they would want to hear that because it is a harder song to sing, and it's. not in my range. Well, I love that too because you're challenging yourself. You're yeah. getting your comfort yes. zone, and that. you're doing something that truly sounds like pulling ne- teeth out a yeah. musical theater audition. Yeah. A musical theater audition of all um, like beautiful blonde white man. people, <laughs> and yes. I'm like an ugly. Uh, you're, yeah, ugly. Uh, you're right. I'm not. No. But I'm like a Don't yellow. Yeah, word. I'm, you're I'm, talking about my friend right now. Yeah. I, I'm a, like a toad, and there I walked in, and I was Stop. like, "Ribbit, ribbit, bitches!" <laughs> and, and no, but it was really, it was a really fun audition. If anything, like even though I messed up and everything like that, the song was. It's a really fun song. If you haven't, if you don't know the song, listen mm-hmm. to it. Kristen Chenoweth's also in it, and it's a really fun. Uh. Kristen, our queen. Mom. Our queen. And Kristen, <laughs> that show is what got her her first Tony. So she... See? So it's a... Anyway. Oh, it's a good one. It's and a good one. I like it. it. It's a good mm-hmm. It's a good musical. Mm-hmm. I, I, enjoyed, I enjoyed watching it. Steve, we should do... I would do um, Lucy. And uh, you should be Schroeder. And we can... And I'll be musical. Glenda. Yeah. <laughs> do you know the Galinda. musical well? Glenda. No, I only ever did... Uh, I took a musical theater class in high school. Sure. And he assigned me that song that she sings uh, that... He plays the Moonlight Sonata too, where she goes, Dino sending Schroeder. Oh, and she sings yeah, badly because yeah, yeah. she's. Schroeder. The song's called Schroeder. Comments. Yes. The song's called Schroeder. Anyways, I sang that one because she sings badly on purpose. It's a little bit comedic and I have good timing. <laughs> and Lucy. Just you know, whenever. <laughs> and Lucy's I'm just thinking really of that, that time when someone's like, oh, she has an elastic face. <laughs> About who? <laughs> Just like anyone in general. It's such a comedy note when someone's like, you're doing a class that's not necessarily yeah. comedy specific, but then someone will tell you that you have an elastic face, so that's why you can do comedy. And you're like, oh, I'm a, I'm a monster. 
<laughs> so that's why I have this ability that I guess no one else has because of my weird <laughs> muscles in my face that allow me to look like a non-human <laughs> That allow me to unhinge my jaw. <laughs> When and sing terribly for you. <laughs> and swallow things whole. That's clap. humor right there. And you'll clap. <laughs> and that'll make me so excited. <laughs> you clap out of fear. <laughs> That's real comedy. So I don't. I, I think that was a bit. But I think also, if it wasn't, I think I derived no, comedy it, from a very different place than these two. Yeah. Yeah. I think. <laughs> which maybe is. Fine. Does anyone? I, I I feel like Paige has is, has this beautiful smile, and it's it's something that I I Paige feel like maybe nice we yes that's people with beautiful Dr. smiles. Or the Don Show genius. If anyone's just ever described as either one of us as like an elastic <laughs> troll, oh no! There are people though I will say in this community who not gonna name names, but I would, not their I would describe. Having an elastic <laughs> troll like feature. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> not even trying to be shady. <laughs> All right. My cheers. Yes, yeah, facts cheers. are facts, America. I am cheersing. Uh, we talked about it earlier in the car. Marie Kondo. Oh, yes. Very good. Because it's going a hit right now on Netflix. And I did Tidying watch up? two of the episodes. And it <laughs> is. Exciting! It's you, so did you, happy. Have you watched it? I watched the first two episodes as well. I uh-huh. haven't. I haven't made my way How to the third yet. How many episodes are there? There's like eight or something. I did yeah. skip ahead and I did watch the one with the two gay couples. What does she do? Gay- does she yeah. organize a house for some? Like, does she organize someone? No, no, no. She basically empowers people to tidy up their own houses. It's very like queer eye in that way, where she like just comes in and like. They're more heavy-handed, but she's, like, light touch to be, like, here are some habits that you can form to make your life better. She's you Asian, know? right? Oh, yeah. yeah. She's Japanese. <laughs> Sister Only is Japanese. Japanese. I mean, Also, honestly. I don't know why her name is Marie. I don't believe it. I think that her name is Mari, and they... Mari no, is very Japanese. Oh, they 100%. I mean, they're they're like, her name is Marie Kondo, and I'm like, no Japanese. It was probably, a Ma- Ma- it was probably Mari, like, well, she was a, <laughs> She was a, a, a bookseller before. Yeah, yeah. She was an author before yeah. anything of this mm-hmm, mm-hmm. reality show. So, the Art of Tidying Up. Yeah, Art of Tidying Up. Um, and she probably joined SAG with the name Marie Kondo, so she stuck with it for a while. No, I'm sure some <laughs> white publicist was like, we can't sell it if it's like this, mm-hmm. and convinced her to do this. Mm-hmm. Bamboozled her. <laughs> she um. They tricked her. They tricked her. <laughs> and I'm just saying this as someone who um has again crippling OCD and whose apartment is always immaculate. Mm-hmm. Welcome, yes. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. It's wonderful. I'm sure. You should, it's very peaceful. My, my it apartment is, is. And I live in a tiny my, apartment. Uh, Steve's is immaculate every time. My apartment <laughs> is. I I clean the floor every day. Uh-huh. I think everyone should know. I clean the floor of my apartment with um with a Swiffer or wet what paper do you towels do when you're every busy, day. Steve? What he do you is. do when you're busy? I'm he very is. busy, Miss Thing. And I clean, I wipe down my dining table after every meal, and I wash every dish after I'm done eating it immediately. Holy. I don't have dishes in my sink. All right, Steve is better than us, I guess. Have you seen pictures of, uh, on my Instagram story? Um, when the light hits my living room, right? It's beautiful. I have flowers up right now. It's always wet. That's what I'm learning. It's always wet because he's always cleaning it. I'm always cleaning it. It's always wet. <laughs> it's always slippery. You fall down like it's well, your job. Like a peach. So that everyone can always say, I'm always wet when I met Steve. <laughs> yes, yes. And if you exactly. fall, in, if you fall, in I don't want them to go into detail, but they are always wet in my apartment. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's disgusting. But I just um, love it because it's like making my home a little cleaner. Mm-hmm. I live in the tiniest apartment, and it's 
honestly, I, I can't let it affect me because I love my neighborhood so much and mm -hmm. I don't want to move anymore. Mm -hmm. I've moved, I've lived in four different apartments in the last six years. Oh. And three of them were dumb because uh -huh. it was just across the street. Like mm. in many different times, I, I for th four years I lived on Newport on the same uh. block. And then after a while, it's like, well, now I made all these horrible life choices of moving around, and now I have to get out of this neighborhood because Wrigleyville is trash. Wrigleyville's awful. And Boys Town's just making it worse. <laughs> this is a time where gays are making something worse <laughs> than what the straights have already done. <laughs> so I have to go someplace with the Swedes and the gays. Yes. Yes. Like Andersonville. Andersonville's very peaceful. I'm not. So I and love it. Oh, mm -hmm. my 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 life has changed so much moving into Andersonville. Mm. But I still live in this tiny tiny apartment. Mm. It doesn't look like a college apartment anymore, but it's like so tiny. So I have to make sure that everything is just organized, mm. or I'll go insane. <laughs> um, so did you conmar your house a little bit? I did just my room because I can't good. do anything else right now. So I. Folded every single piece of clothing. Damn. And I got like, so here's the thing. I can now open. So I had like three just cubbies of sweaters. But now <laughs> in my dresser, nice. as well as my jeans that used to be in my closet. Them the way you, she did? Yeah. Ugh. I'm so proud of you. I'm going to have to do that to, to my drawers then. Because it's I nice. have a dresser inside of my closet. So that yeah. I can like put things in there. See, I'm already talking about it. I'm already like, what would what would Marie Kondo say? And I'm like, I know exactly what she would say. She would make me fold all those fucking things. She would. You don't fold your clothes. No, 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 no. She she Steam, folds them in a very specific, specific way. way. Yeah, so that they stand up on their own, so that you can like basically like file through them. Yeah, that's what I do. I I I learned it from a jack from Uniqlo actually. They See? taught um, I I. I I, a Unicode person taught me how to fold shirts in the Japanese way, where you do the little... Steve keeps on pointing at you. <laughs> the Japanese way. The page <laughs> way. I mean, honestly, the white woman you are my closest Japanese. Stop pointing at me. <laughs> the white woman, but the Japanese person in you is like, I'm shy. I'm trying, me I'm trying. Is, <laughs> the, that was the a Japanese, Japanese person in me is like, um, I love to eat good food. And then the white person in me is like, I am. Let's ruin everything. <laughs> I'm afraid of turnstiles. Yeah. The white woman in me is like, afraid of turnstiles. Rage at every <laughs> moment. I truly, it is something that is inherent to our kind. <laughs> And working in clothing retail, too, is the amount of white woman rage over <laughs> oh. nothing. Over nothing in particular. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, <laughs> Just to get some action. <laughs> yeah. I know what I need. I will say, ooh, white woman rage. I had to pick up a shift at, at the restaurant that I work at. And we're, on the weekends, we're 21 and up. But uh -huh. we work right by a college. So we get fake IDs, right? Right, right. This white woman with this leopard print this fun little outfit comes in and um you know i don't even need to talk about that i need to talk about how what she's saying to us is she comes in she gets her id taken from us say la vie she ID. it's a fake id <laughs> she then i mean has a ear gives our manager an earful about how like she's being terrible she's being unkind she's being cruel to her She's being cruel to her. Like, she's being unnecessarily cruel to her. Like, she's about to start school. Like, this is so mean of her to do this. And it's like, this is the law. <laughs> this is, 
like you are. You took the risk, sister. And, I mean, you I, came out with a fake ID. Please, like, am yeah. I am I above get ha- not having a fake? I had a fake ID. Right. I had three, right. and I had two of them taken away. <laughs> and I turn around with guilt and shame. And I bought a new one. <laughs> I bought a new one. Damn. Okay. Did you ever have a fake ID? Um, no, I did not. Uh, no one I knew looked like me, <laughs> so no one. Oh, could give you me didn't that have one. So, you didn't have one. No I, I had two with my actual picture on it. Here's oh, the, uh, no. Here's the cherry <laughs> on this on on this vanilla ice cream sundae is that <laughs> she then leaves the, like thirty minutes later a Yelp review. No. Uh, yes, and I've worked in a restaurant industry for about three years. It happens mm-hmm. regularly. Mm-hmm. They they get their ID taken away, and then they leave a Yelp review mm-hmm. about how the management sucks, and they always make a lie saying that the pizza was terrible or something, oh and it is ridiculous. Dang. Damn. That sounds bad. And then so she we're... got caught in a turnstile. <laughs> Fuck her! Fuck her! So what are you uh, cheersing this week? Uh, This week I am cheersing uh, therapy because I started going at the end of 2018 and I am slowly seeing some benefits in my own life and I don't think therapy is for everyone and I certainly didn't think it was for me um, and it shouldn't, people shouldn't, I don't know, I have mixed feelings because I'm like, I don't, I, I don't, I find it very annoying personally when people are like, Oh, I love therapy. Like, I, oh, I love my therapist so much. Like, I get it. Like, yeah. you love therapy so much. But some people have, like, real problems with, like, opening up and, yeah. like, talking to someone and, and sharing intimate details about, like, their own thoughts and experiences with someone else. And so it, like, always makes me feel not even, not FOMO by any stretch of the imagination, but, like, pressure almost to have enjoyed it. And I've tr- I had tried going before. Yeah. And then in, in high school and, like, middle school. And I, it was horrible. But I've been going recently of my own volition, like wanting to just see what kind of benefits it would come from it. And I found it very nice. So for me personally, I am cheersing therapy because I, you know. I mean, also, like, sometimes it's um, it's, it's, uh, an issue with the therapist. Like, you know, like um, one of my friends friends, um, went through four therapists before she found one that actually worked for her. Yeah. And I went through... Three therapists before yeah. I landed on Michael. If you're going to talk about how great therapy is, first talk about like, <laughs> it took me a while to find this therapist or something. I don't think you should just start out saying like right away, ther- all therapy works. It's like, no, you it is a, like a fit thing. You have no. to find the I mean, right. it's a service. Especially it's a service. To, it is. In this community, especially with comedy, everyone kind of uses the same dialogue when it comes to therapy. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, queen. Yes. Love my therapist. <laughs> my therapist is my boyfriend. <laughs> And mostly from me. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I, but I think I, but, I think that's something. Don't torture him. Get him into no, a no. lot of trouble. Oh no, no, no! I'm gonna get roasted by the community now. But that it's so George, true, and it's so more powerful that. to find like your own path towards surprise yourself. Yeah, <laughs> it's just having another discussion with a form of medicine or or, or yeah. just a service of some kind that yeah sometimes it doesn't work out if you don't mind me asking i'm happy to hear that it is working out if you don't mind me asking is this cbt that you guys are doing Hmm, cognitive cognitive behavioral behavioral therapy therapy. i have no idea i went on to psychology today great website that was recommended to me by molly kessler she was very like cool about being like okay this is a great not molly's (laughs) 
God. <laughs> Molly, I don't know, I know you, Molly, but I'm sorry. I your podcast, but um, she, yeah, she said it's very easy to use, and she was right. It's very interactive, uh-huh. very easy to just like look through. You can do some like uh, filtering of by faces if you want. So if you want a very pretty person to talk to, you can. <laughs> that is. Oh, is your therapist? Do you do it over like Skype or something? No, no, no. It's just like uh, it's an easier way to be like, oh, you want a woman? Oh, you want to be in this area? Oh, they have to accept right. this like type of um, gotcha insurance healthcare. Yeah. So uh, it's like a very interactive tool. Actually, I found someone that, that happened to fit all um, check off all the boxes I was looking for. But specifically, the only one that I was looking for was that it was someone that had a specialization or like knew how to specifically talk about health anxiety. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so that was like my, my mm-hmm. only real check mark. But yeah. like um, my therapist was amazing at yeah. helping me overcome the darkest moment of my life, which was like October to November yeah. of 2017. And so it's like. Yes, therapy. I agree. I think. I mean, I think like therapy is like the reason why people glorify it the way that it is. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm definitely one of those people that's like I think everyone could benefit at least trying it. Mm-hmm. Is um, it's like we're all just trying to. We're not trying to like get to an. At least this is like my own worldview, but I don't think we're. You're not trying to get to an end goal. We're just trying to like survive, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like right. if we can make the day to day a little easier on ourselves yeah. why not like use that and so i'm always yeah. um, i'm always in um in the school of thought of like if you need to get medicated get medicated yeah. if you need to whatever and if like if that's going to make it easier for you and i also am not i'm also the kind of person that's like if you not everyone should be medicated like if you don't yeah. like no understand that a lot of medications have some like pretty severe side effects yeah. and like yes yeah. you're mental like but is like that like it's like one of those things where it's like, yes, your depression might be under control or something with medication, mm-hmm. but understand like, is the side effects that come from that going to trigger something else that might like yeah. trigger, yeah. like it's a negative feedback loop. So understand that like medication is not for everyone. Same thing with therapy. Like therapy can be triggering mm-hmm. for some people, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Like you said. Good for her, not for and me. So, mm-hmm. And so I just think it's like, yeah, we're all just trying to survive. We're not trying to like get to this end goal and this perfect peace mm-hmm. because everyone dies in shambles. <laughs> So, wow. wow that was a dark okay. morose thought of mine but we all die in shambles so if i do gonna... love a good like upward positive <laughs> climb of, of, of like affirmation we're all we're all valid and then we all die and we're all equal and under the ground okay yeah that's that's true so <laughs> but, but i mean but if, if therapy's gonna make it easier for you by all means like go for it you know yeah. and it's um yeah i i i'm so happy to hear that therapy's oh, thank you. working out Steve, for you what does it mean cognitive, <laughs> cognitive behavioral therapy is the um um, like does she just school. sit there and then I talk at her mostly and then she goes, hmm. And then she goes, and how does this make you feel? Yeah, they'll it? ask the right questions. <laughs> and then they also teach you methods on how to um, think about things like on your own to like mm. um, modify change, your behavior. To modify yeah. your behavior. So it's basically like helping you like kind of, it's like exercises too where it's like ways, like ways that you can adjust how you think to um, adapt to the like different triggers so for Mm. me like i have a i used to have a lot more triggers that triggers like my intense anxiety that comes from my ocd Mm -hmm. and um the like these triggers like now some of them just go over my head because mm-hmm. I've like developed different coping mechanisms and thinking mechanisms okay. for how to deal with it. Or I had some, I had some really intense um, imposter syndrome, mm. um, especially like around like March of last year mm-hmm. and um, around the time I got Bob Curry. Mm-hmm. And um, like I went to my therapist and my therapist helped me with like how to overcome like different amounts of like imposter syndrome. Mm. Or I was really unhappy with like where I was um, professionally, personally, everything like mm-hmm. that around like 
June of last year mm -hmm. or May, May of last year, May, June of last year. And my therapist was like, here's how to do it. And so now that I'm like maybe in a different place than I was last year, mm -hmm. though, I'm still like in a place where I could reasonably probably like in my anxious state convince myself otherwise and be like, mm -hmm. you should be unhappy right now. Mm -hmm. But instead, like because of cognitive behavior therapy, I'm like viewing my the triggers that mm -hmm. would do that in a different way. Mm -hmm. So that's what cognitive behavioral therapy yeah, is. Most cute. therapists do it. Yeah. It's cute. And then when do they use the prisoner's dilemma? So um, that day one. In... <laughs> day zero, actually. It's the it's the it's the the, the form that Just you fill it's out. A psychologist's tool. Yes. You know? Truly my my therapist came to me and she said, All right, you have your career, you have your possible boyfriend, you have your mother issues, and then you have your happiness. Which one do you murder? <laughs> and which one will you give to me for money? And which one will you rat out? You get none of them, actually. You have to murder all of them, but for different amounts of money. Which one do you go yes. do first? And honestly, that's I the kind of therapy absolutely. that works for me. And I think everyone it's should do it. It's not for everyone. It's not for everyone, but it works for me. And I think everyone should do it. So I'm just negating the thing that I just said. Okay, are we? where are we at time right now? Um... We're good. Okay, this is a great place to end. Yeah, Paige I guess is, we're fucking good. Uh, Paige, where Paige. can people catch you? Oh, or well, find you on social we media? mentioned it. Uh, Nectar at IO. Uh, we're a uh, Herald team. We yes, love each other. God. It's very cute. Um, then I also play with Stir Friday Night when I can. Yas. I play with my indie team called Power Clashing. We're a bunch of ladies. It's very fun. <laughs> Sneeze it out, girls. Sorry. Sneeze it out. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You sneeze correctly. Uh, Listen to Madison. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter. It's Give not a very handle. good Twitter feed. <laughs> Give us that handle. But I did complain about the turnstile thing yesterday. Um, uh, the real P. Maney. <laughs> My friend made that for me. And then... Uh, you probably made that for yourself. You made that. Don't lie. Oh, no. You probably he made came it up for me. Who, he Dylan? Was it Dylan? No. Who kept it? Who, who kept it? It was me. I kept it. I kept the name. I kept the um, handle. Fun. Where can people catch you, George? Uh, you can catch me at my solo show. Yay. I'm sure running just one more week after this episode. So it's good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just January 7th, 14th, and 21st at Annoyance and on a IO Herald Team Comet. Yeah. Um, and in the ground. <laughs> once we all Once die. we all die. Montreal Ties and Shambles. Where can people catch you? Um, you can catch me with Star Friday Night. I have a show coming up in the, um, Fridays in the last part of January. With um, It's called The Lifeline. Uh, at The Lifeline Theater. It's called Phyllis. So it's a storytelling show. I don't know. I'm, I'm reading an open letter to my OCD. It's not funny, actually. But I'm very excited to present some art that's not funny for the first time. Good. There's room for um, that. Um, I'm doing an open letter to my OCD. Come check it out. Um, you can catch me in the Director Showcase at Second City in March. You can catch me... Um, I don't know what else I'm doing. More Star Friday Night stuff, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. You need to catch them at every up. regional Midwest musical theater audition. Yes, yes. catch me auditioning for um, the role of Bach in Wicked next week. Very nice. Uh, I'm super excited for this. Bach, Bach, bitch. Bach, 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 bitch. Thank you. That's a great place to end. Thank you so much for listening this week. Tune in next week for more content. Bye. Bye-bye. Almost Heinous is a Knavery Inc. podcast. Go to knaveryinc.com for more details. Follow them on Facebook and Twitter at Almost Heinous and Instagram at Almost Heinous Pod. Cover art is by Jordan Stafford. Music is by Nathan Sandberg. Editing was by Dominic Guanzen. And this episode was produced by Jacob Duffy Hallblatt. I mean, Steve and George were also in it. They were the hosts. You should follow them as well. This has been a Knavery Inc. podcast. Go to knaveryinc.com for more details. Executive produced by Jacob Duffy Hallblatt. Audio designed by Dominic Guanzon. The fuck is a knave?